0: Hey everyone, this is Brother Wayne Clemens. I just want to thank you for tuning in with us today and being part of the worship experience here at Potter's Hope. Also, I want to tell you that there's several different venues that you'll be able to get the message in the entirety if you'd like. They're either by podcast or either going to pottershope.com where you'll also be able to listen and watch. Uh, For any of those times, but also want to encourage you to be with us in person, 830 Central Time at exit 124 right there at White Mills in the Eastview exit right off the Western Kentucky Parkway. And then also on campus Sunday mornings here at 135 Commerce Drive uh, at 1030. Also our Wednesday night services at 633. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. But anyway, God bless you. I hope this message, just uh, in this time of encouragement, finds you doing awesome. Be encouraged and know that Jesus loves you. God bless.
1: So the word of God says, just just based on what the Holy Spirit, you can be seated this morning. Holy Spirit just reminded me that just preach to those that need me. So I know today that as we go forward, I'll be preaching to my own self. So just be reminded in that or of that. So the Word of God says in the book of Philippians chapter 4, the Word says that my God shall supply all of our need according to his riches and glory. So I know today that he's able to do exceedingly abundantly more than we can even ask or think. This piece of scripture has been resonating between here and even in the Gospel of Luke. This story of Legion has been, has really been, it's been something that I've, I've, I've went back to over the past month to, to gain truly what the Holy Spirit was speaking to me. And I know that when he brings me back to a piece of piece of scripture, there's a nugget in there that he wants me to see for myself and many times for you also. And that's what I want to do today. So as we begin to look At this passage of scripture, knowing today that he's going to supply your need, how many of you are in need of that way maker? You're in need of that way maker. Well, there's something about Legion's life here that we can see that when other people tried to chain him and tried to bind him and tried to do everything, if you will, humanly possible, they couldn't do it. And what I need to encourage you in today is this, is that with men, things may be impossible, but with God, all things are possible. So, when we started here, that when he said this, but when he saw Jesus. Now, the word there, you're going to find that legion, meaning there's many devils within him. And you're going to see him simply, it looks like he's vacillating back and forth. What is him and what is the demon speaking? But when he saw him, he ran to him and he worshiped him, meaning he bowed at his feet. If you notice this, Jesus didn't run from that devil. Neither do you. You need to understand today, listen, that in that way maker that he is and if you need him today, he's going to make a way. I need to just preach this out and tell you that if he made a way in the Old Testament that when the sea, the Red Sea was in front of them and they heard the chariot wheels behind him. I go back to this as a testimony in my own life that when listen, all hell says there's no way in, there's no way out, there's no way up, there's no way down. Listen, I'm telling you today, that's when I call on the way maker and He makes a way when there is no way. You may be here today and you think, I got more money than I got money. Your father owns the cattle on a thousand hills. Praise be to God. If there's ever been a time that you need to know the way maker is today, how many of you are in need of that way maker? when you begin to declare him listen i need to encourage you today pandemics all of this stuff that's going on i don't minimize that i've told you all that before listen i'm not listen i'm not here to divide i'm not here to do that i'm here to unify hallelujah through the power of the blood of jesus christ and through the holy ghost i still believe in the blood of jesus saves you and the holy spirit leads you i believe in that kind of god i believe in the kind of god that heals feet that heals minds you were at the bridge this morning or maybe some of those folks listening, back in March, we gathered together and prayed with a lady that had cancer. The doctors told her she's got this and she's got that. She went this last week. They told her you got a spot on your lungs and we're worried about that. Guess what? She went back to the doctor and they can't find a spot on her lungs. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Now, I'm not here to tell you. Listen, I need to tell y'all today. I believe in that way maker. If you're in need of that today, he's in this house. So, as we look at everything going on, there's never been a time that so many people, men, are absolutely caught and held captive in their minds through the torture and the turmoil, and the enemy just kept pummeling them. This isn't the first storm that Jesus came upon. Mark chapter 4, it's probably verse 35 and through the last part of that chapter. I probably preached that more to myself and to others, maybe than any other passage I've ever preached, Laura. Maybe more. That's where Jesus says, Peace be still. And the enemy wants to tell you, we're gonna to get to the point here in just a moment, but the enemy wants to tell you, there's a storm coming. There's a storm coming. Can I tell you, get your mind off the storm and get your mind on Jesus, and things will start to calm in your life. There'll always be another wave that's one thing you're hearing today there's going to be another wave not minimizing, not saying that another wave, another wave, another wave listen, the world will always have a wave I'm believing for another wave of revival that's going to hit every home and every heart I'm believing for that you say, how do you know it? I'm already in it listen, revival Kenny, I need to tell you today that revival doesn't have to start and end You all have heard me preach that for months. Revival is something that doesn't happen in the building. It happens in your mind and in your heart. Revival. God revive us in these last days. So in the midst of that, he calms that storm and he moves on to Legion. And Legion's there and he's in need. He's breaking chains. Nobody can hold him. Nobody can hold him down and and seemingly all of this. But then Jesus shows up. And that's when things begin to shift and change. Because listen, here's the thing that is crazy to me, church. Here's the thing that's unbelievable. The demons believe and they tremble. In Luke today, the church is being lulled to sleep and believing a lie. I still fear God. I fear God more than I do man. I'm telling you right now. See, I'm one of those guys, man. Listen, if a bear comes after me, I got to fight. I ain't going to outrun him. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm just that kind of dude. And I'm like, well, I got to just stand here and fight. I'm going to fight this out. What I've learned is this I ran from the devil for years, I ran for years from the calling that God had on my life. I ran from the promises of God and I believed that my problems were too big for God to fix until one day I started believing in the blood of Jesus and started believing in the Holy Ghost power and I stopped right in my tracks and I turned around and looked at the devil and said, I'm tired of you chewing on my heels. In the name of Jesus, you stay behind me. Get under my heel and listen, we have authority. Man, that's a powerful passage right here. Jesus is the way maker when there was no way. Family tried to fix you. Listen, Oprah's tried to fix you. Dr. Phil tried to fix you. Everybody, you got a whole library to fix you. You've been through Joyce Meyer Battlefield of the Mine 3,700 times. And you still you. Quit doing you and start doing him. Can I get a witness in the house? You'll begin to change. Because in you, you're rotten. But in him, you can be holy and be righteous. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So then Jesus comes on the scene. I like when he shows up. Listen, if you don't believe in the devil, if you don't believe in the enemy, I'm not giving him any credit today, but I can't tell you if you don't, he's more then listen, he's more, he's less, but he's more than what many people even accredit or assign him to. Number one, you need to realize he's real. Number two, you need to realize he's defeated. Can I get a witness in the house? Because he's got to be something more than just an imaginary thought. Because I'm going to tell you right now, the same way that he tried to tempt Jesus, he'll try to tempt you. I asked this up at the bridge this morning. I said, how many of y'all been tempted by, been tempted by the enemy? Or the enemy's tried to speak into your mind over the last week? First, about five hands. I'm going to ask it here. How many of y'all been tempted by the enemy? And he tried to speak into your life in this last week. Not me, Pastor. You don't realize how holy I am. I'm holy. No, not just holy. Holy. I'm telling you right now, if the enemy ain't battling you, you may need to check and see which side you're on. In the name of Jesus, Heather, we are more than conquerors through Jesus Christ who loved us. Whew midst of all of that and the enemy coming, there's some power here, man, that you need to see God moving through this way maker that he is. He comes, and just like in my own life when he comes and in your life when he comes on the scene, he's trying to mess you up. I love the way that this works. I love the way that this moves, man, in Scripture. Because let me tell you, many people today are bound by the enemy. And you say, I'm free. I'm free. You ain't free. You ain't free. If you're free, why are you still murmuring and complaining? If you're free, why are you still gossiping and slandering? If you're free, why are you still looking at hell? If you're free, I'm free. Now, if you're free, you're free Indeed. And when you're free indeed, man, you got power. I told you all a couple of weeks ago, most people don't understand. You're free. That listen, this is the thing. Being free, amen, in the core of what that is, many people don't understand. You're not free to run. Listen, running free is not running wild. Running free is not running wild. Many of you, what happened in our minds is this, is that you'll begin with a thought. The enemy will plant a thought in your head, and it'll run wild. Until you stop it. Well, they don't like me. They never liked me. They did this. They did it. And before you know it, you're in a mess. You got to stop running because what will happen, the enemy will run wild in your head. I can testify that my own self. That he'll take a thought, and that thought, if I give it time, it will then increase. And what then I think, so become I. And before I know it, I'm living more in fear than I am in faith. And today, we've got so many people, man, that are living right there. By you being honest and being real, you see, that's what happened with the devil. or When when Legion came to them, that's really what began to shift things. They knew who he was. The sad thing today in the church is that most of us don't even know who He is. He's the I Am, the Almighty, my Redeemer, my Deliverer, my Savior, the one that was, the one that is, and the one that is to come. He's the Rose of Sharon. He is the stone roller, water walking, devil chasing, devil killing, Savior. Listen, you've got to learn. Listen, don't rely on me to do your preaching. Start preaching to yourself. Get all week, mealy-mouthed by Monday or Tuesday. I'm just going to tune me in some furtick. I'm going to tune this in. I'm going to try to give me some strength. I ain't against you doing all that. But I need to tell you right now, when you're going to start relying, relying on your own message that God's given you, when you're going to have your own tent revival, When are you going to start preaching to yourself and saying hell comes at you and said you're always going to be bound? This graveyard's the best you're ever going to know. All you're going to know is these mountains. It's always going to be a climb like he did Legion. It's always going to be this and it's always going to be that until you get down and you tell the devil, get out of my mind and get underneath my feet. You act like you've been there before, more than once. Last Sunday, no quicker than I stepped out of here. Brian, where you at? Brian, did you give your life to Jesus last week? Let's give God some crazy praise in the house. No quicker than I get to my car. Hell tries to hit my mind and tell me this and tell me that. What's this one think and what's that one think? I don't care anymore what you think or what that thinks. It's what I know. You think, well, you just preach that out. Doesn't mean that you got to preach it, you got to believe it. So when I walked, every step I took, I had to take in faith. And every time I took a step, I was putting hell underneath my heel and saying, In Jesus' name. Turn to somebody and say, You didn't know I was a preacher. You got to preach to yourself. That's one of the problems the church got today, is that people just, listen, you anemic. You got the blood of Jesus mm, flowing through your veins. Jesus did some crazy, cool things right here, man, the way that he began to minister. Hell will taunt you. Hell will tease you. Hell will tempt you. How do I know that? I deal with that. I'm scared of people say I'm never challenged anymore. I'm walking such a holy life. You don't know how saved I am. I'm telling you this. I'm born again. I'm going to be blessed again. But I'll guarantee you, I'm going to pray again. And I'll guarantee you this, that if you are getting pummeled and the enemy is trying to hit your mind and coming against your mind, it's because he ain't got your mind. you get the mind of Christ pastor you mean after last Sunday is off the hook he's off the chain and what you do is this is that when the enemy comes against you you look for other people and for them to approve you let me remind you approval comes and go guarantee you this Sunday I won't make every one of you happy I'm not here to make you happy I'm here to encourage you to be holy Amen. happy don't get you nowhere but holy will get you to heaven when it's him Hell coming against your mind. I'm trying to help somebody today to tell you that you're bound and you don't even know it. But when Jesus shows up, things shift and things change. Most of the church wouldn't even know if Jesus showed up. What happened to all them people all laid out? What all them people doing squalling? What all them people doing like, what all? It's called God's breaking them. People look at me, why am I so broken? I said, God will break you just so he can get a place to get in. When you's all fixed and everything else primed up, primed up, and everything in your own, God will break you down. But when God breaks you, he'll begin to build you back. God will break you. You don't know what I'm going through. I know, probably don't. But I got to tell you this. Turn to somebody and say, he's on his way. Shh. Christians today being talked out of their faith. Being talked out, Teresa, being talked out of believing. People that were once steadfast and sure in their faith. That were sure. Were you really a Christian to begin with? I don't know. But people today being tempted and being seduced. The Word of God says, He that endures till the midway point, the beginning. He that endures to the end, the same shall be saved, Endure, church. <laughs> we used to call this again. I'm an old country boy. Y'all know that mostly. Raised at Iberry, Kentucky, I'm proud of it. We had no saying before when you had to go back and do something again. We'd have to say, you're going to have to go back and lick that calf over again. Some of y'all don't know what that means because you never had cows and calves. But that is an important thing when that cow has that calf. They lick that calf down so it'll be healthy, so it'll get all that junk off of them. And sometimes you don't get all the junk off of you. Mm. And sometimes you got a residue, gem of yesterday and it's still on you. You're thinking, why can't I feel you got that residue? You need to go back and let the whole. <clears throat> yeah, come on, come on. Why am I thinking like this? Because <laughs> you're believing like that. This is the key. Still talking about preach to those that need me. This way maker here that I can see right here. When Jesus done some certain things, they came. Where is the fear of God in your life? You're more afraid of dying than you are truly living. Fear not them which are able to kill the body and not able to kill the soul. But rather fear him which is able to kill both body and soul and cast him into hell. I'm going to tell you right now, Christians. You need to understand there are weapons being formed against you. Weapons of hatred. Weapons of division. Weapons of hypocrisy. All kinds of weapons that are being formed right now against you. But they will not prosper in Jesus' name. I can't and you can't keep hell from letting them be formed. But you don't have to believe it. Courtney, it's what hell wants to keep you from, that hell's afraid of, because hell's afraid of the God in you and what you're gonna accomplish. The only time you shout on a Sunday morning, it's cheap. But when you can shout when you got three flat tires and one of them's up. Woo, glory. What are you doing? You got three flat tires. One of them's up. Kenny, you know me and you've had those days mowing before. You used to have, you know you had those days mowing. I did before I would just be mowing and be this break, that break, that. I spent more time under the mower trying to fix it than I did riding it. And sometimes it's just like you just stop and say, Lord, I'm just gonna put this wrench down and I'm gonna raise my hand and praise you because whether or not this grass get cut or not, you're still God. That's the God I'm talking about. That's the God I'm trying to encourage you in today. He's a way maker. What did Jesus do? I want you to notice something that he does. And even in Luke chapter 8, you can see that also. I love 7 and 8 of Luke. But when you look there, you'll find he said, what is your name? Listen, you can't get rid of what you don't name. This is a powerful point in the fact of this. Until you call it what it is, it'll stay. Well, I just got this little old problem. I just got this little old sin. There ain't no such thing as little old sin. Well, now, Brother Wayne, hold on a minute. I've never done this. I understand that. But what you've got to understand is this, is that sin is like leaven. Sin will spread throughout. So, as we begin to see this, and we see, he said, what is that name? He said, Legion, for we are many. You all know that. You've heard this preached how many times before? He does that, and you can see that it's the Holy Spirit, or that God, as Jesus is moving. In this whole situation, fear hits. Fear of God. He knows who He is. And that's where change comes in our life. That's where change comes in our life. It's when we truly begin to realize who He is. There's power in that. (laughs) Listen, when... I don't know, man, if y'all have ever had those days where you seem like everybody against you and and everything seemingly is against you. All that stuff. You need to be reminded there's a God that's still for you. You need to be reminded of that. In this thought here when he comes, he says, what is your name? I want to ask you today, and you don't have to say it out loud. I don't want you to. But what is it that keeps you from being free? I was speaking to a dear brother of my man. He loves the Lord and We've been talking about freedom over the course of two or three years. And I think both of us design the fact that we're free. But what happens, I won't speak this to him, but I can speak this to me. What will happen within a religious mind if you're not careful is that you'll become rigid. And you'll be bound and not even know you're bound. And that's the reason that grace has such a powerful impact on your life and on my life. I am born again. Not because of anything that I've done. I say this so often, Amy, you know that. But we are saved because of his grace and his love. And when we ever leave that, and if we ever begin to think that we've got it all together, that's when things really start binding us again. And what happens is this, we find ourselves bound now with religion. What binds you? What keeps you from doing what God wants you to do? How many of you have a problem with pleasing other people? Would you please be honest today? You're really caught up in pleasing other people. Would you raise your hand? Got a few. Good. How many of y'all don't care? How many of y'all just don't want to play? I'll just try and get some of y'all to raise your hand. In the midst of all of this, guys, you've got to see, man, that when we give it that name and you're not out to please other people, you're out to please God. He's a way maker. Not only is he a way maker, I'm going to shift into the other part of this, is that not only is he a way maker, we're going to see this happen in Legion's life, but Jesus is not only a way maker, he's a truth teller. And this is where things really need to happen in your life. Amy, I haven't forgot what you spoke. Maybe in this fast or the last fast that we had at the first of the year, twenty-one day fast. Who told you that? Haven't let go of that one. Here's what I'm talking about today. Jesus speaks truth. The enemy speaks a lie. Now you're going to see something here that's really going to shift in your life. How many of you know that the devil's lied to you before? Isn't yeah. Now watch this. How many of you have believed it in the past? Here's what I got to tell you. I can't keep the enemy from talking, but he can't make me listen. This is a powerful point because the enemy will always talk. This is what we're dealing with today, Gene and Jean. This is what we're dealing with today. And here's the thing that when you notice, if you go back... To Mark chapter 1, if you'll flip back, you're going to find that as Jesus comes in, that not only was there a demon in the graveyard and a demonic influence in the graveyard, but Jesus is coming as he begins his ministry. He's preaching in the synagogue. And, Amy, what happens there is that a man stands up or somebody stands up and said, Leave us alone. Get it in there. It don't want to happen in the graveyard. It's happening in church. And what's happening today is this, is that when Holy Ghost and when the Heavenly Father and when God Himself, when He begins to show up and manifest Himself, a lot of people that have control in the church, this is the reason that church is split. This is the reason that churches are a mess so many times. is because we're like, hey, Jesus, listen, it was cool in the beginning, but you're wanting too much of us, and so leave us alone. And that's what happens in our own life. Jesus says, I want all of you, not part of you. And so we rebel and we come back and we say, Leave us alone. That's the reason many people fade out. Can I still this? Can I still do this and still serve him? Don't ask me. Don't ask me. If you're asking me, you already know the answer. Most of the time. So Jesus said when he comes, and this man stands up, and, and there he is in the, in the synagogue, and he says, Leave us alone. Today, that's the very thing that so much of the church wants. Just leave me alone. Just let me have what I... But listen, Jesus is showing up today in a different way. He's not just showing up, man, just to save. He's showing up to prepare you to reign and rule. He's showing up in a mighty way to prepare the heart of every believer to be transformed. Where is it that we get sidetracked? Where is it that we get so messed up in Him? It's by believing the lie. I won't be much longer. But this truth teller, that we here we are, and I've been saying this a lot lately, and what we do is is that we look to this source and we look to that source, and it's so hard, and I've been preaching on this for a long time now, several months and weeks. Please spend more time in your Word and let the Word of God reside in you. Jesus did something that's profound and this is powerful. Go ahead and turn with me to Luke chapter 1. For those of you to raise your hand and say, I'm still letting the enemy speak into my life. Verse 24, and that unclean spirit. And he cried out, saying, Let us. Once again, let us. Why would it be us? There's more than one in there. Let us alone. What have we to do with thee, thou Jesus of Nazareth? I know you've come to destroy us. I know thee who thou art and the Holy One of God. Look at verse 25. And Jesus rebuked him. There's a pattern here that will help you. There's a pattern here that will heal you. There's a pattern here that will let you leave the graveyard and go home. Jesus rebuked him. And I'm going to tell you something. This is not a time to where we need to be petting the devil. This is not a time to where we need to be petting the unclean spirits, the things that are foul, the things that we know are not of God. And what he did is he rebuked the devil. Point number one, in an active faith, rebuke the devil in Jesus' name. Rebuke the devil in Jesus' name. And that's going to take more than get. You need to get. Let me tell you how real this is, okay? Unless you've been part of seeing somebody that's true. I'm not going to tell you you're possessed. I'm not doing that. Don't leave here. I'm thinking, think Brother Wayne said we're all possessed. I'm not saying that. But I have seen people that were oppressed, that were definitely, seemingly had a had a spirit within a man that was foul. And that when you mention the name of Jesus, they contort. If hell has got you believing that it's not real, we've covered that. But can I tell you, hell's already got you. The real part of that, that when somebody is truly bound by that, I've seen it in addiction. I've seen it in different ways. And the thing is, when you speak the name, I've seen them contort. We've prayed over people before. I've seen the power of God move on them. I've watched them vomit. I've watched them fall to the ground under the power of His name. I've watched them wither in the dirt. I've watched them do that. And you speak the name of Jesus, it would fall. It would try to get up again. You speak the name, it would fall. I've seen that. It's not just enough to see it. you got to say it. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Let me tell you this. Hell is trying its best, best and contending for you to steal your faith. If it did it to Simon Peter, then you better believe that the enemy wants yours too. I know you're born again, but I want you to hear me. Rebuke the devil. What I'm going to say here, Amy, you're probably not going to approve of. She likes the lighter side of me, and I don't mean that (laughs) weight-wise. I want you to look at verse 25, please, in chapter 1 of Mark. Jesus said this. These words are in red, Bruce, and he said, Hold thy peace and come out of him. If I, you know what they, had a lot of different versions of the Bible tree So they a lot of different. I'm, if I had my own, you know what I'd put there and read. Shut up and come out. You need to take this with you. You need to take this with you. This is bold. Why is the enemy still speaking is because, and why are you still listening? Because you're allowing it. And when you allow it, what you allow, you give access to. And what you give access to begins to possess you. Did you hear me? When you come to that place in your mind and you can say, I don't know about y'all. I told you before I left. Shut up. Now listen, y'all gotta be you got be careful doing that kind of stuff at Walmart. People are gonna be looking who you talking to them. Cornflakes, you gotta be. <laughs> but I'm gonna tell you right now, in the mental thought Shannon of our mind, you need to grab this. Shut up and come out. Hell is trying its level best to get into your life. If you read on, you're gonna find something here. That is powerful. The Word of God says this. The Word of God says that Jesus suffered not a demon to speak. That when the power of that begins to come into your own life and it begins to get you to doubt, doubt will lead to deception, deception will lead to destruction. There's a whole pattern there. But I'm going to tell you this if we could gain this today, if you could gain this, because I'm going to tell you, if you can just get to that place, you're going to gain more victory than you ever thought you could have. Greater victories than you ever thought you could have. Praise team, will you come? I won't be much longer. He's my way maker. He's a truth teller. We find Legion's life. And by the way, I need to say this. I've had some well-intended Christian friends in my life that before, had I listened to them that were speaking in, my, speaking in their flesh and they were worried about, more worried and concerned about my feelings than they were my faith, had I listened to them, we wouldn't be. And I wouldn't be. Find somebody in your life that cares more about your faith than they do your feelings. Can I get a witness in the house? Do you understand me? Find somebody that's going to be real with you. All right, all right, almost done. He's my way maker. He's my truth teller. Just pedo Jenny, whatever's on your heart. The third thing, knowing that his supply all you need, according to his riches and glory. I want to present you a way out today. Jesus said, I am the way. I am the truth and I am the life one of the coolest things he's a life giver he's a life saver I just want to preach life here as I close cool thing one of the coolest things that I've seen is this is that many of you are familiar with organ donation and different things such as that you've seen the stories before of how that somebody recorded the heartbeat of maybe that person and Maybe that for whatever reason, but that heart was given to someone else and it gave them life. i seen where they take that heartbeat, Amy, and they put that in like a, a little teddy bear and you can hear that heartbeat in that little. And they give those to those people, maybe that it could have been someone within their family that had passed on or, or something and they give them that. I was pondering that, you know, and I was thinking about that. And I thought, you know, Jesus, that's what you did. Because when you're born again, you know what you get? You get His heart. We say, Jesus, come and live in our heart. When in all reality, we're coming to live in His. And when you live, when we live with the heart of Christ, and it's real in us, then we begin to think like He does. We begin to believe. Today, you know, church, in, in the midst of all of this, and what do we need today? And we need him. We've never needed him more than we need him today. And as elementary as this may be or as it may seem, what you need is him. I'll close with this. The thing that when you could tell that Legion, when he got that new heart, that when he got that, we find him, after Jesus had, had preached it down, man, and had cast it out, we find him seated, which is a symbol of peace. We find him clothed, which is a sign of a covering. And we see him in a right mind, which is a sign of anointing and authority. And in that, that's the same place that we can be. He says to Jesus in the Gospel of Luke, he says to Jesus, he says, I'm going to go with you, paraphrase. He said, I'm going to go with you. He said, no, you go back home. I've got this to say today and, and to encourage you. For some of you that have have had your thoughts, and and, and this is really tough, I know, but it really alludes not so much to a physical death, but it alludes to to, to really the graveyard of our mind. It's time to leave the graveyard and go home. It's time to leave those dead things, and it's time to focus on home. And today, you know, the older I get, the more my focus... Comes on home or, you know, begins to be focused on home. Today, let's leave the graveyard. Let's go home. Let's go home. Pastor, where's home? It's where he is. It's where he is. Today, if you've allowed the enemy to speak into your mind, if you've allowed him to steal your joy, if you allowed him and you've allowed him to thwart the mission that God has called you to, it's time to suffer not a devil to speak, to give him no access and give him no authority. It's time today
0: to get free in Jesus' name.
1: Heavenly Father, we love you. We praise you. And God, I find myself here like I have a bunch of times before. God, you just told me to come and to speak to those that need you today. Today, if we could do this, if you could be active in an altar call, I'm going to ask you this, that as we get ready to pray, and how many of you have allowed the enemy to speak into your life and you're tired of it? Would you lift your hand high? I'm tired of it. I'm done. I'm done. Raise it high. Keep it up. By doing that, you're acknowledging that I'm tired. Now, the thing that you have to do is you've got to become active. Some of that is willful. Some of that is sin that you've allowed in. We need to confess that and we need to repent that. How many of you today maybe are here and you say, you know what, Pastor? You said something about that guy giving his life to Jesus last week. He's born again. He's bound for glory. What's that take? It's coming to Jesus and saying, forgive me for all that I've ever done. I want to be in heaven with you. And as you're still praying, I heard of a little one this last week, five, probably five or six years old. that simply said, I want to go to heaven, mama. And that precious mama prayed with that baby girl. And a five or six year old faith received Christ. Why? Because it was just Pure. What about that person in the line that said, I've been away from God, but I'm ready to come home. Then that person's life changed. Maybe you're here today. Those other hands that lifted, we'll get back to you in just a moment. But those that are here today and say, you know what? I'm ready to really give my life to Jesus. I'm ready. Would you slip your hand up? Would you slip your hand up? Please don't be afraid. Slip your hand up. Thank you for that hand. I'm ready to give my life to Jesus. Now, how many of you are ready to be free? I'm ready to be free. I'm ready to let the Holy Spirit lead me and guide me in all that I do. I'm tired of letting the enemy speak into my life. I'm going to get my authority in Jesus' name today. So, Lord, today... As your altar call comes out, you said you would supply all of our need according to your riches in glory. That one in need of a healing today, heal them. Saving, save them. We love you, Jesus. It's in your name, amen and amen.
0: everybody just wanted to thank you once again for being with us here in our worship service today and taking the time out which i know is so valuable to you god bless you and be encouraged and remember jesus is king